Welcome back to episode 73 of the FPL Draft Hub podcast. In this episode, we're looking ahead to game week 33. Welcome back to the FPL Draft Hub podcast, a podcast dedicated to the official FPL Draft game. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another roundup of waiver options, hidden gems and general draft chat ahead of game week 33. It's another nice week for me to prep the game week pod with Spurs coming off the back of a resolute performance at Villa Park to put themselves in the driver's seat for a top four finish uh, with a slightly flattering scoreline of 4-0. Everton also banged another nail into the coffin of Man United's top four chances with a much needed 1-0 win um, to bolster their survival hopes. Um, And elsewhere in the relegation battle, we saw Watford lose convincingly to Leeds and Norwich did a bit of a kamikaze job on Burnley to likely send them both down. Elsewhere, Chelsea notably gave Southampton their annual enema. It's another big double game week this week, as it seems to be virtually every week at the moment. Some of the players I'll be discussing in this episode include Emerson Royale and Bumo, Dewsbury Hall and a few others. So let's get into it. So as it's a double, let's start by going through the fixtures. There are seven teams who double this week with the FA Cup semis being played this weekend too, meaning that the four clubs involved there then have a Premier League fixture added into midweek. As I've done before, I will try to list them off roughly in order of preference from best to worst. So uh, I think the, the nicest pairing comes to Newcastle with two home games against Leicester and Palace. Leicester have Newcastle away and Everton away. Burnley go away to West Ham and then have Southampton at home. Southampton play Arsenal at home, Burnley away. Arsenal go away to Southampton and away to Chelsea. United have uh, a nice fixture at home to Norwich, but then go away to Liverpool. And finally, Brighton have two away games, one to Spurs and one to Manchester City. I feel like there should still be plenty of love for some of the teams only playing once this week. Uh, notably, there's uh, Spurs, who have that game at home to Brighton, scoring lots of goals and defensively quite sound. Manchester City also at home to Brighton later in the week, but unlikely to have many relevant options left on your waiver pile. West Ham are at home to Burnley, both coming off the back of disappointing league results, but can see West Ham's attacking quality standing out here. Finally, given the form that they're in, Brentford's game away to Watford is another one I'd be eyeing up. Brentford are in free-scoring form at the moment, and I think Watford um, really don't have much long left in the league. Generally speaking, the doubles have been fairly underwhelming so far this season. That's probably just a reflection of the struggling teams that have had them so far, with some of the more favourable ones coming towards the end of the season. So aside from Brighton... The doublers all have at least one favourable fixture, which is important. Man United's double of Norwich and Liverpool is only an issue if you foresee Man United conceding four or five against Liverpool, which is a very reasonable view to hold based on Liverpool's form, which could potentially undo any points you score against Norwich. Also, it's not hard to see that Wolves and Leeds blank this week. Uh, Unless you're in huge leagues, it's very hard to make a case for holding anyone beyond maybe Rafinha or Jimenez. Um, if there are no legitimate alternatives, but otherwise you should be looking to move your stock elsewhere. So let's have a look at some of the picks. Now, notably, um, and me included, um, are having to search for a replacement for Matt Doherty this week. And it was really gutting to hear that he's been likely ruled out for the rest of the season. And it's such a shame it's happened right when he's back up and flying 
in the team and uh, had made himself basically indispensable to Conte for the running. So obviously the direct replacement would be to have a look at Emerson Royale. By no means like for like when it comes to their FPL potential, but obviously will fill in at that right wing back spot. Um, I'd say he does make us slightly more defensively assured. He's really not a bad defender. But in terms of what uh, Antonio Conte looks for in his wing backs, really can't provide the same attacking output that uh, Matt Doxey can. That's backed up in numbers and it's backed up anytime you watch the two players play. If you're looking more short term and particularly at the doublers this week, um, your main options are going to be a Newcastle defender. Um, the likes of Burn, Shah, Target and Kraft are reasonably nailed at the moment and should do a job. Southampton, again, reasonably easy to guess who will play with their fullbacks, the more attractive picks here. Uh, the game against Burnley away is the one you're targeting here for the clean sheet points. Then there's Leicester, who've got quite a nice double, good fixtures, but not the easiest to predict their lineup at the moment. Justin seems to be the safest option alongside uh, possibly a Marte, but it still wouldn't surprise me too much if either one of them got rested. Looking at the season as a whole, Soyuncu has been the most uh, present there at the back, but with the re-emergence of Evans and Fofana after their injuries, it seems clear he hasn't done enough to stake a starting spot, which is backed up by the fact every time I've noticed him this season, I've thought he looked poor. The fact you're trying to predict a player to play in both fixtures this week makes it even more tricky. And just for that fact alone, I think I'd be more tempted to look elsewhere. Finally, as I mentioned, uh, West Ham, who only had the single fixture, but I think if you are over being let down by the doublers, why not pick up a West Ham defender? Their ownership, aside from Cresswell, has been slowly sinking over the recent weeks. Uh, and the likes of Dawson or Dieppe could be a sure ticket to six points uh, than some of the other names mentioned. Another pick with uh, just the single fixture this week is Mbumo for Brentford. Now, I'd been hanging on to him for probably far too long on reflection, but over the past few weeks he has started to shine and has put together quite a tidy run of form, which has seen him get a goal and four assists in the last three games against reasonable opposition as well. I think Brentford are pretty much safe now and coming up against Watford this weekend who are still fighting may be an ideal opportunity for them to extend their run without the pressure of really needing to win to survive. I think if they did win, uh, I think that would pretty much guarantee their survival so they should still be motivated and I'm not sure Watford's defence will be able to contend with their attacking unit. I was impressed with Watford's defensive performance against Liverpool but that performance against Leeds was not good. Uh, and ultimately, they are destined for the championship again. I've snuck um, Kulisevsky's name in here for Spurs, which is just to say if he's there, you have to get him. But I'm not going to say much more on him. In attack, uh, a player who I've mentioned a few times on the pods this season is Armando Broja for Southampton. His ownership has steadily increased as the season has gone on. But having been ineligible to play against Chelsea last week, there will have been many managers that dropped him. And if that's the case in your league, he'd be one of my top targets on this week's waivers. Now, I'm concerned for Southampton in the Arsenal fixture, as I think they'll be looking to come out and make a statement. But so will Southampton off the back of their embarrassing defeat at home. Either way, the game away at Burnley after this is an excellent opportunity for Brozier or even Che Adams uh, if he's around in your waiver pile to get on the score sheet, which neither have managed for quite a few weeks now. A couple of hidden gems. Now, I'm assuming these guys are hidden gems, but the global dashboard uh, has still been down for maintenance this week. But uh, 
I'm pretty sure these would be mostly available for you, starting with um, quite a popular name on managers' minds this week, which is Dewsbury Hall for Leicester. Scored his first goal um, and just his second assist of the season, so um, I'm sure many will be eyeing him up ahead of Leicester's attractive double game week. The positives are he should be reasonably safe to play in both games, which is um, not to be undervalued, having started every Premier League fixture since game week 15, and he'll be in good spirits following that big week in their win over Palace. The negatives are he's played a lot of minutes this year um, and has been far from prolific. So if you're in larger leagues um, and satisfied with a relatively safe four to six points from the two games, he would be as good a pick as anyone. So don't consider this discussion me touting him for success, only that I can understand the temptation and he shouldn't go too wrong for you. My second and last hidden gem could also um, could also represent my most hidden gem pick, but uh, as I mentioned, I don't actually have the Global Dash stats to confirm that. Um, but that's Miguel Almiron for Newcastle, who I'm fairly sure uh, I haven't mentioned so far this season, but with Fraser injured and Willock also a doubt, the, the next man up really is Miguel Almiron. Uh, he came on to replace Fraser in their match against Wolves last Friday and had a reasonable showing, but his decision-making let him down a few times, which we've seen plenty of times before. Now, he has zero attacking returns from the season so far, though admittedly that's been from relatively few appearances. And I think it would be unjust for his talent to... Uh, end the campaign without anything and this game week could be the one in which he finds it. Ultimately I don't really think he's cut out for the Premier League which I get is quite a lazy trope that's often banded around to foreign players who are reasonably slight of frame but I really don't see um, him being well suited to the league and I think he'd be likely far happier and ultimately more successful in a slightly more sunnier climate. So that's it for this episode. And if you head to the show description, the link for our feedback questionnaire is still live. Um, So if you haven't had a chance to do it yet, I would urge you to do so. You can also find it by heading over to FPL Draft Hub Pod um, on Twitter. And it's the pinned tweet right at the top of the page. Really big thank you to all of those who have filled it out already. And I can honestly say I've already started putting some work in to make some of the suggestions actually come to fruition ahead of next season so all your points will be heard and noted and if they're good enough will be acted upon. The deadline for this game week is Friday morning at 11 ahead of the Saturday lunchtime kickoff between Spurs and Brighton that's the deadline for the waivers. There's a very tight turnaround between this game week and the next as this game week plays right up until Thursday evening with game week 34 then kicking off as usual on Saturday so as is usually the case for that kind of thing uh, we'll have to do a reasonably short and late podcast which probably doesn't necessarily take into account all of the fixtures that have been played equally while I'm recording this it's half time for the Wednesday Champions League games between Manchester City and Liverpool so if there are any major injuries in there which provide an opening uh, ahead of the weekend then obviously look to act on those too particularly if there are any opportunities that come out in the Manchester City squad. Thankfully for my sanity though there are no doubles uh, next week and it's just a normal round of fixtures so best of luck ahead of your waivers uh, this week and as always stay shook.